This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The sports gambling podcast that for sure doesn't want to hear the fucking phrase Sky Yuma anytime soon. Uh, Sky Yuma is, Won't of course, Minnesotan for we're about to miss another fucking tackle. Uh, I want nothing <laughs> from Minnesota except electoral college votes, and I am Joe Public. Uh, here with Rain Man. Uh, 12 and 11 on the year, not great, but he's 4 and 2 in what we call our Big Rubber Rain Man. Uh, and why, why do we call it the Big Rubber? A little bit upset last week. Well, the truth, it, it hurts to say that rubber, 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 you don't treat me no good no more. Nah, screw that. I'm not going to be humble. As you just said, Joe, 67% on rubbers on the season. We're still going it. We're still doing it, but we're going back to basics. And that means we're howling with Sam Howell this week. Howl! Lock of the week, rain money, baby. Let's go. There you go. If you thought we just called him Rain Man because he's smart, uh, no, it is m- mostly the other part of it. Uh, he it's a that was Jared that's, thank you. callback for y'all. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty uh, good. It was yeah, I th- some of your better work. I was expecting a lot more pushback, to be honest, guys. But we'll, we'll Honestly, I, I like that you're going with the UNC pick here. Any howling, I'm good with. Yeah, it turns out when you're enough of an asshole and you just say stupid fucking shit over and over, it starts to desensitize people. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, who, who would have figured? But that on the other end of the podcast, we got uh, my man Kaffer, the king, 4-0 and We're back. last week if you listen to the pod. Uh, that You got a place after you listen. Uh, We're back. 4-0, and, and of course Moody, they hit her. Bet and Kaffer. This is the, y'all's week. Hell of a you, you can't see Capper right now, but he's doing the thing where he like pushes down the ground below him. That was really big in like 2009. Uh, Capper, who's your big rubber? I'm doing court slaps over here. Um, I'm keeping it pretty simple this weekend. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. LSU minus three at Auburn. Go Tigers. LSU. Go Tigers. <laughs> Listen, man, it's the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. Yeah, this is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Uh, hit us up on Flick Chat where we're talking about games all the time. Uh, give us a rating and review if you're going to give us a five-star review. Um, and, and I guess basically none of you have planned on doing that. Maybe you actually listened to me. We're planning to give a lawyer review and then just decide not to give yeah, a review so maybe for our advice. But, but if you are planning to give a five-star review and you're out there, uh, you don't need to wait. You can just fucking go for it. Hey, what's, uh, what's keeping you, buddy? Uh, look internally there. Uh, that's a coachable moment. Uh, and now uh, we're going into our... Uh, let's talk about our Survivor Contest. Uh, just off to a rousious start. We're 0-2 now. Uh, you guys fucking suck. Uh, every single viewer. Another mirror moment. Uh, we got Capper 4 and over here, and you can't hit your Survivor picks. But... We're turning it around, right, Not boys? That we easy, got, uh, listeners. We're turning it around with the man, the legend. Uh, I'm calling him Dollar Dom. I'm stretching out time as I pull up his video, which I have not watched yet. Um, we're very excited to have hit this next entrant into our King of the Hill contest. Are you guys ready for it, boys? I'm ready, ready for a winner. What's up, guys? Dominic here with my King of the Hill pick this week. 
We're rolling with the Oklahoma State Cowboys, minus three and a half at home against the Texas Longhorns. Oklahoma State impressed me pretty well last week, handling Iowa State, who's a pretty good football team in themselves. And then this week at home, I just don't see how Texas is going to be an issue um, for three and a half points. You know, Texas, they have some ballers, but... Most besides that, it's pretty much full of frauds. And then you got Chuba Hubbard at home, hungry for to keep the undefeated season going for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I think it should be no issue, and that's what we're rolling with this week. Amazing work. The cure for all survivor ills is picking against the Texas Longhorns. Very accurate, uh, describing them as a lot of frauds. Someone, I, as a Joe Public, of course, I have been accused in the past of having uh, some Texas biases, but I got to say, Dollar Dom put me in my place there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't, I can't say much against the pick. It, the only thing I can say about the pick that made me look at it was uh, mostly the fact that like uh, it was only a three-point spread, you know? It's one of those sort of like, it's a little head turning. It seems like Oklahoma State might be, are they public? It gives you some pause for sure. Um, Yeah. Dollar Dom, I'm looking forward to having you on next week. I think think this is a trench battle this weekend, which is, um, it's different for the Big 12. You're not really used to those sorts of things, but. um, And definitely benefits the team with a better back. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think Oklahoma State's line can bully this Texas defensive line, and I think they can pound the running pound the rock and even if they couldn't bully them chuba looks just like dynamite against iowa state last week and also like that against the texas like i mean well this is and this is the um fire tom herman game so i'm riding with dollar dom uh give us the park scott can't wait uh <laughs> let's just go right into our uh you know what it's uh it's time to get to to the real shit i think dollar dom uh he sounds like the type he sounds like one of our ilk uh i think he could stick around for a few picks but let's give you the picks that are going to make you some money this is the weekly can't wait i don't know this is very confusing to me i hope i picked the right one winners 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 i feel 10 feet tall right now the weekly Strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that matter, the picks that count, the picks that make you money. Uh, and uh, for this weekly, of course, we got to start with the guy coming off a four and week here. Uh, and of course, uh, I, I I love this pick. I love your Edo impression. It like kind of makes me feel weird. It it gives me like funny feeling in my stomach. I just like it. Uh, and I want to hear about this pick. Um, so first off, you've got uh, obviously the pick here is LSU minus three at Auburn. Um, first off, you've got a pretty even number of bets on each side, and the line has jumped from Auburn favored to LSU minus three. The total has jumped up to sixty-five and a half after opening at sixty-two and a half. I think that tells you that offense will be in play here. Um, and when you're looking at these two offensive teams. Um, on one side, you've got LSU, which is the fourth-ranked efficient offense in the country, and on the other side, you've got Bo Nix. So if you had to put <laughs> money on one of those offenses putting up points this weekend to get that total up into the 60s, which one are you banking on? I think you're banking on LSU Man. here. I got a bit of a feeling on Auburn this week, this actually. Is, okay, so I know that... Auburn is good, and they have they have 
they they have done a lot in the last few years with Gus Malzahn to win a lot of close games, stay close to teams that they shouldn't be close to. Um, Bo Nix, I, I just like he's he's regressed. He's worse than he was last year. He's definitely that, he's definitely taking a step backward. That, I agree there. That offensive line is worse than it was last year. Um, they're giving up a ton of pressure on that guy, and he's not able to handle it. And if LSU can do anything getting pressure on that quarterback like he's got no chance back there um do you have any uh do you know if there's any truth to the rumors that uh chad morris had a gypsy curse set upon him when he left clemson resulting in every team he touches turning to absolute fucking dog shit um what do you think i think it makes sense um I, I we will have to send out the investigators on that one, but we will um, have to. But it was like you know, SMU I mean, to Arkansas. He was the hot shit coming out of Clemson, and now he's at he's at Auburn, and they look they are playing with no confidence and literally no juice. everywhere he's left has gotten better. I know. Um, I, right SMU away, SMU has taken off. <laughs> I, I'm just getting, I'm just getting close game vibes here. I don't disagree with anything you guys are saying. Well, uh, maybe I'm disagreeing with what Joe's saying. Fuck you. But, uh, I think there are some things here to like the underdog um, in this spot. The underdog, I think, is covered in six of the last seven matchups between these teams, um, including that great defensive performance by Auburn last year. But uh, this Auburn defense is just not the same. They lost a ton of key pieces. They're not really doing enough to keep Bo Nix in the game, and they're putting a lot on his shoulders, and he's just not able to do it. Um, I don't know. There's, There's not a whole lot to love about LSU at this point of the season. Um, for some yeah, I love, reason, I love how you always talk yourself out of picks. Well, I would make fun of you so much right now if you didn't weren't coming off a four no week. You know, for some reason, I just like I don't believe that they're the eighth best team in the country according to uh, FEI. Um, you know, it's just like which which is the real team? I know they've got a ton of athletes all over the field. I know Derek Stingley's out there, um, but they just haven't played up to standard um, of the LSU that we saw last year. And I know that they lost a ton of pieces. So um, I, I think they're just more, they're, they're falling into where they are, but that's still a better team than Auburn at this point. Is there any concern about uh, Ed Orgeron falling into a sort of an existential spiral when he says go Tigers this week and he realizes it applies to both teams? He might just freeze in place and then fall over. Go Tigers. I think cool that job. I think that settles it. That's that. Uh, That's it. Rain Man, let's go. Let's go to your rubber. You've been strong on the rubbers this year. You got some catching up to do on the overall record, but this week this feels like a trap to me, and I want to hear why it's not. You like UNC close minus six and a half at UVA. I, I actually have some people on the ground here, and uh, UNC has entered a bus, and they're doing a road tour, just like the old days of rock and roll. And that bus is the, oh my God, I can't believe we lost to FSU bus. And it can never happen again. And the tour <laughs> stop two happens in Charlottesville, Virginia this week. They just absolutely dismantled their rival, which was a ranked NC State last week. And the, the whole UNC allows people to play close games, which I told you about two weeks ago, was true before the tour began. But now we're on the, oh my God, I can't believe I lost to FSU tour. So I think UNC, who's the much more talented, has some of the best offensive firepower in the country. You're going to start to see that through all four quarters of the game. And a touchdown here, it's minus six and a half. You said, a touchdown, two touchdown spreads, not going to be enough to contain them against a one and four UVA Wahoo team. They're going to be Wahoo this week. I love it. Like, how? Just not, I'm not, I don't even need to do more analysis. I'm just going <laughs> to He's the just jump, bounce, bouncing out of his seat here. How, how, how? Not now. He's on a roll. How? 
Yeah, you got to hit him with a towel or something to stop him. Come on. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I got so, I got to tell you, I got so fucked at taking a live bet. I took minus nine and a half on Miami in like late third quarter against Virginia because they look so terrible. And then naturally Miami goes up by 12 and Virginia with no time, just like fucking kid noodle arms, a broken play touchdown to bring it within five. So like, fuck them. Fuck Bronco Mendehall and Nagurski and, and any other Bronco I'm aware of. If your name is Bronco, hit us up on Instagram and come on the pod, but also fuck you. How? <laughs> uh, you got any, you got any lean here, Cap? I actually liked UNC um, looking at the board. Uh, it's just... It'd be a lot cooler if you did it. It's just one of those games where, I don't know, I've, I've seen enough Mac Brown football games in my life, 20 plus years. Yeah, I'm just on the never bus and call me a roadie, baby. Let's go. Hey, let's uh, let's stay. You just so never we know got your next guy. pick. Yeah, Cap, your next pick. Uh, we were we did have an interesting off conversation about whether Mac Brown reminds you more of a church lady or a used car salesman. We're gonna have to put that up for a poll on Flick. Uh, <laughs> I uh, what are you? Uh, your next pick. You're staying with the ACC. We'll stay in the ACC. Uh, yeah. Um, and we're riding it's with the, uh, the Hokies minus three and a half at Louisville. Um, you've got reverse line movement for Virginia Tech. Um, line opened up at two and a half. It's all the way up to three and a half. It's blown past the key number despite 64% of bets on Louisville. Um, Virginia Tech is just running the ball like madmen. I mean, they're the only team in the country right now that has played more than one game with all due respect to Michigan, who was dominant last weekend. Um, that is o- averaging over six yards a carry. They're averaging 292 rush yards a game. They're, they've scored 15 rushing so touchdowns. Good. Louisville is the 68th ranked team in the country in yards per game allowed on the ground. And Hit them with those numbers. Almost five yards a carry. So it's one side of the ball who is the cream of the crop in college football against another side of the ball who has been horrific against the run. And this is just a simple one. It's just a tale as old as time for me, um, as old as football itself almost. It's an insanely efficient rushing offense against a team that can't stop the run. I love catching the Hokies off a loss here. I love Khalil Herbert. I just say let's ride on this one. This one's going to be a touchdown at least. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened last week. I mean, I just couldn't couldn't get a win. I love I love Virginia Tech this week. I just can't play them twice in a row after the loss. But, I, I mean, this was very close to being on my board. Yeah, I'm hopping in on all your. Uh, can, you, can you drop a Hendon Hooker the truth for the listeners though? Hendon Hooker is the truth. He's gonna be the truth this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to investigate that. We can't declare that league <laughs> before we look into it. But I, I let's uh, let's keep it moving though. I like the I like the Vatek pick. I uh, let's go back to Rain Man. He's in the Big Ten, uh, and it's. Uh, Michigan I'm not, I'm not State. Gonna be, this well, we we fine. We'll do that one. We'll do that one. We'll save. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Michigan, Michigan State, State who lost, coming off a loss to Rutgers. Let's uh, let's be real about this. What did this they do? is a bad. They lost to. They lost. They to lost. Who? They lost to Ruck. They lost to Rutgers. Okay, and and who are they playing next week? They're playing Michigan. They're playing. They're playing Michigan. Michigan. So they. So what does that mean for the the Rutgers game last week? Wow! Throw it out the window. We're tossing it out. To- We're tossing the records out. Who cares what happened at Michigan? Who 
cares what happened at Rutgers? I don't care about Sky Ma. There it is again for you, Joe, because I, you lost I'm a little slow. I didn't pick up, but uh, that startled me. Yeah. 24.5 right, yeah. points is just way too much, and that's why you're seeing the reverse line movement on Michigan State because all the Sharps, me included, Capper included, we understand that this is just way too many points in a rivalry game, especially if you're trying to say we shouldn't be tossing the records out because there's only one game of data in a weird offseason in the Big Ten. Not for me. Michigan State. Actually, Michigan State, like, they were awful last week, no doubt. But one thing I will say is Jaden Reed, he's the best wide receiver on the field. Don't let the Michigan homers and Blue Nation tell you otherwise. There's a true athlete on Michigan State. But other than that, yeah, Michigan looks like a CFP contender. But, you know, toss them out. Doesn't matter. Are you yeah. – um, is this a shot at fake tough guy Jim Harbaugh? <sighs> Not yet because <laughs> – I tossed that out as well. Wow, it's tossed. But maybe later. It it's is tossed. tossed. All that's tossed. That's fair. Yeah. I just think that's uh, a- Jim, Jim Harbaugh was truly born for a year like 2020. That man seems post-apocalyptic all over him. This pick takes a lot of stones, and so I'm not surprised it comes from you, but I just couldn't do it. That is just... It was a that it was a that bad of a performance last weekend. There was nothing you know, but good about it. What did we say? We gotta go back to the basics after but one we're toss, three week. We're tossing it tossing out. That's fair. Out. I get that too. Yeah, I would just say losing to Rutgers is like a deeply hurtful thing to do to for yourself. And if they can recover to that from that, then like there's a lot of growth there. Good for them. Uh, even covering would be pretty cool here. Let's say so. This is uh, we got something special. Not special, but I love these. You guys agree on a pick. Uh, it hasn't happened in a while this oh, year. No. And I, I know, that. I know. It, so uh, it is the uh, Cincinnati minus six and a half. Obviously. Uh, versus Memphis. Uh, yeah. So how about Capper? You do the honors and then Rain Man, you guys can be nice to each other for a bit. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk the board. I'm going to talk line movement here. Um, I love the movement on the total. It opened up at 60. It's all the way down to 55 in some spots, despite almost 70% of bets on the over. That tells me that defense will be at a bigger premium than anticipated. And one of these teams on the field boasts the fifth-ranked defense in the country. Yep. Who is it? Joe, this one's easy. Come on. Cin- the Cincinnati Bearcats. It's there you the go. Bearcats and Luke Fickle. What he has done at Cincinnati is nothing short of I don't appreciate the tone. Miraculous. Um, <laughs> the guy is just winning so many football I think Joe's games. Joe's getting a little fickle with us right now. Um, and I know that Cincinnati's offense You're is. On top of it I, today, <laughs> I know Cincinnati's <laughs> offense has struggled a little bit this season. Um, they're not scoring like they did last year. Um, but I had to scroll all the way to the third page. So right now on NCAAfootballStats.com. There are three. <laughs> the ultimate source. There are three You're pages. Such an old man. There are three pages of teams, and there's 50 pages, 50 teams on each page. And so you scroll through the first page, you get to number 51, right? And you yeah. got 51 through 100 on page two. So I'm looking yeah. for Memphis. I'm looking for Memphis because I know they've been horrific <laughs> against the pass this year, right? And I can't find them. I'm like, did I miss them yeah, on the first page? Three? I didn't because I, you know, they're bad. Fucking Carmen San Diego. They're the only here. team. They're the only team on page three. They're the worst pass defense <laughs> in they're, the country. They're giving up a whopping 570 yards a game on I defense. Almost, I almost didn't believe Oh, is believe that bad? It. I didn't believe it. <laughs> is that it. bad? Um, and so I just, like, I don't see how. I don't know. It's possible. I don't see how this line is what it is, especially with Cincinnati at home. Like, what? It, it, it makes no sense. Uh, some of the reason for that line movement is uh, Memphis's best wide receiver, DeMonte Coxie, 
didn't play last week. People didn't understand why he didn't suit up. And the reason why it's a division called it quits and preparing for the NFL draft. And Memphis has that incredible explosive offense. But when you lose your best wide receiver and then you have an NFL talent at a power five school or non power five school, that, that makes a big difference. And yeah, Cincinnati, their fifth best defense in the country, 12.4 points a game against. I honestly don't understand this line. And I don't understand why Cincinnati isn't super public, especially because I think they're the best non-Power 5 school, and they're playing to run up the score and try to make a potential playoff here. It sure looks like Luke Fickle has built something sustainable there. Like, it sure, like, it is, uh, he's had some good, he's stacked up some good years. Of course, you're in the center of a huge talent base in Ohio. Yeah, like Cincinnati and University of Houston are the two schools that you would expect to be dominant powerhouses in the non-Power 5 to eventually get a look. Fickle yeah. seems like the heir apparent. If uh, if if a guy like Harbaugh got fired, I would feel like he, Fickle would be like the type of guy in line next. He seems otherwise. It seems like he just has the car ready to drive at Cincinnati, Michigan State. Yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna no say that because going to Michigan it's, State. No, he's not because he already turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> when did he turn it down? That was the, when they were searching for somebody in January. They offered it to him. Oh yeah, he was the first guy on the list. Well, he's, he's waiting at least for guys making lists for Michigan State. We had the same idea, but I think that's we'll, we'll I think that's, that that's the thing. That guy has been so good at Cincinnati. He knows that a better opportunity will come along than Michigan yeah. State, which is a good opportunity, honestly. Yeah. Shout out Not to Bill Tucker one. for taking that job. He probably might be thinking about that. Good luck, uh, let's uh, they, let's let's yeah. keep it moving. Actually, I guess uh, Rayman, give me your last thoughts on this game. No, that that was it. I, I was going right. to say I think they might be overranked at seven in the country. I think that that's probably not fair, but I that's the reason why I think that they're believing that they have a shot. And every game, they're just going to run up the score and keep their defense playing. They're, those starters are going to stay in. Yep, I got. Uh, so your last pick, uh, you're staying in the Big Ten, uh, and you're taking the big winners last week. This game was just I, I I don't know if we'll see a better college football game this year, but yeah, it's Indiana minus 10 at Rutgers. Yeah, uh, I mean, so again, I'm not overreacting to week one in the Big Ten uh, because it was a weird offseason and what we saw in the SEC in week one didn't quite mesh out over the rest of the season as well so far. Uh, Indiana is a lot better team. We thought they were going to be pretty good coming in. Turns out that they were last week. We thought Rutgers was going to be really bad. They got Michigan State. That's fine. I still think that they should be pretty bad. So we're going to take the 10 points here, and we're going to give them because Rutgers couldn't score last year, and there's no reason to think that's changed much. Phoenix looked a lot better in the end of the game than the beginning of the game, so I think he got into his groove a little bit after a weird offseason. So if the Indiana offense, which was not very good last week, can click, they can run all over Rutgers. What if uh, what if Greg Schiano has him cooking, though? What if uh, Greg Schiano has the Scarlet I keep hearing Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano. Like, in five weeks, if Rutgers is 3-2, and then we can talk Greg Schiano. Uh, But right now, not overly fussed about it. Indiana's weakness last week, if you actually look into it, was that their offensive line couldn't really protect against Penn State's pass rush. Uh, they were able to get pressure with four. Yeah. Rutgers isn't any of the athletes Penn State has. So you hear that, Cap? He can't be maybe fussed. Maybe Phoenix hits a bit more time. Can't do it. You're not going to do yeah. it. He's not going to be fussed. Uh, what do you no. think of the pick? Um, if I had to take a side on this one, I think I'd be on Indiana, but that's, um, I think it's I'm not just, touching. I think it's a pretty I, good line. Um, do you remember last year when Rutgers for all these random big 10 schools was I just, given like 27 points? Shiano people is, forget uh, that early? we've said, he, he Shiano is that dude. Shiano we've said is that over, dude. 
Rain Man, we've said over and over, you yourself have admitted this is a coach's season. Last year, their coach was Chris Ash. This year, their coach is Greg Schiano. You have to like account yeah, for that. Yeah, but it's a little bit early to be calling an entire rebuild for one coach. All right, quick, quick question. The one then. thing, the if you had to guess, Rutgers, how many they put up like what thirty four points against Michigan State last week? How many yards of total offense did Rutgers have in that <laughs> win against Michigan State? Just take a guess. I know you. Can we prices write it? You go first. Yeah, prices write it. Uh, uh, Joe, go it, first. It wasn't good. There was like two hundred and twenty. 221. It was 270. Let's I, I go. think the fact that I brought this up was a dead giveaway. That one goes to Joe. And Kaplan, that was a dishonest answer. And you know it was. Incredible. Uh, okay, Capper. That's not very going. good. That will not get them within 10 against Indiana next let's Saturday. Let's keep, keep a roll into your last pick. Uh, you, uh, you're going to those hills. Uh... Mountain Mama, West Virginia, minus three and a half. Take West me home. Virginia, Mountain Mama. Country road. That's, not, that's for sure not the song, Rain Man. Road. Uh, let's, uh, let's stop this. Let's it's, not the it copy, it's not even the copyright infringement. It's just so offensive to the original. Let's clean it uh, up. Capper, go ahead. This is, so Rain Man just went through his uh, weekly installment of Overreaction Theater. This is my weekly installment I, I love of the Overreaction pick. I Theater. I love this West Virginia defense. Um, despite the dreadful loss to Texas Tech last weekend, dreadful. right now you're looking at slips. 32% of bets on West Virginia at home against Kansas State, who is and 4-1, hasn't lost in four weeks, and is now ranked number 16th in the country. And as much as I like what they're doing at Kansas State, as much as I like the style of football they play over there, um, the, this line is 3.5 for a reason. Um Letty Brown, Alex Sinkfield, so good. a Letty dynamic Brown. rushing attack, combined for 10 rushing touchdowns so far this season. Every week, you can look at the board, you can find a trap line, and this is it. I think that like this is the one where you just automatically, your eyes are drawn to the top 20 team that's an underdog. And then you look at it, and it's a top 20 team that's an underdog against a team that just lost to a two-win team. And then, mm-hmm. on the other and side, look at it again. We're, I'm still looking at it. He's. he's I can see that he's still looking at. I'm it. still looking at it. To, therefore, on because the, on the Kansas State side, you've got a <laughs> freshman quarterback on the road in a hostile, granted less hostile than normal environment in West Virginia. Morgantown. I know that the offense has struggled a little bit here. Um, I think they can get on track a little bit, rushing the football, eating up clock. And I think the defense will put the clamps on, on Kansas State. I just um, – I don't know. They just haven't been super impressive to me. And it's it's a different ball game when you're talking about a freshman going on the road um, in a conference environment. So, Yeah. You like I, this one, Rune Man? I, I, it was almost on my board. It was, it was my sixth favorite pick of the week. Virginia Tech was fifth. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm agreeing with Capper. I'm picking this week. up the scraps. I'm picking up the scraps. Up the scraps. I literally a little inside in the process. I, I rank like 12 games, and you guys get the top four, and then on flick, I your process is not that interesting. Uh, <laughs> I I that was the one that interested was in it, <laughs> and that matters uh, somewhat. I uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, I let's go through the picks to one more time. <laughs> Capper, give me your winners this week. Uh, LSU minus three at Auburn, big rubber. Virginia Tech minus three and a half at Louisville. Um, we've got Cincinnati minus six and a half versus Memphis, and West Virginia minus three and a half 
versus Kansas State. Take me home. Country yeah. roads. Right, man. Uh, rubber is UNC minus six and a half on the tour bus with all the roadies. I am against UVA. Michigan State plus 24 and a half at Michigan. Toss them out. Cincinnati minus six and a half versus Memphis. Agree with Cap there. And Indiana minus 10 at Rutgers. Man, are y'all going to feel like assholes for thinking Rutgers is good. <laughs> I hope so. You all need right. it. Are you guys uh, are you guys ready for some real? Are you, like that was fun and all. Yeah, you guys well, ready to make well, some real quick? Wait. Real quick, Joe. Uh, you yeah. always say our records. Uh, what exactly is your record on the four games? So, well, we might be getting to that. So we've been doing this for we're on week nine now. A long time and, now. And if you bet my four teamers in the previous eight weeks, you would have made zero dollars because I'm not hit any of these four teamers in these eight weeks. So you know what I'm doing this week. Uh, we're mixing it up. I'm You're mixing back up to your my roots. methodology. I literally have just a screen open with all the lines from this week. I'm going to just scroll up and down. When I land on a game, I'm going to pick a side. This is how we're doing it this week. Oh, I'm throwing darts. Uh, throwing darts. Joe, ready? Okay, game one. Ole Miss Vanderbilt. Uh, Ole Miss minus 17. I think they'll win against Vanderbilt. Uh, it's minus 17? 15 and a half right now. Uh, I know they're public, but off the gut, that looks like the right pick. Vanderbilt is bad. Probably uh, we got Marshall FIU. Uh, ooh, it's 23 and a half. Marshall's not bad, but I'm going to go with FIU plus 23 and a half because oh, like they beat, uh, they beat number. Miami last year. That was cool. Missing out on the key number of 24. Uh Wake Forest, Syracuse. Fuck. Ah, oh, I don't want to. Oh. I think the line's 11 on that. Okay, we're just going to go up one to Clemson minus 31 against Boston College. <laughs> oh, uh, you know it's what? I'm making, the, I, I'm making up the rules this week. Clemson's good. Who cares? Uh, uh, Boston College has scored something like 34 total points in the last four or five games against Clemson. It's unreal. Like yeah, and they like all. have a good. They have like honestly a well coached team. It's a loser, but this is the process this week, guys. I'm so sorry. No, I like I like uh, Clemson. We got uh okay Georgia Tech Notre Dame. Ooh, ooh, it's a twenty and a half point spread. Ooh, uh, I am going to go with Notre Dame just because Georgia Tech cannot tackle at all on defense. It's one of those grinded out, probably like twenty. It, I think it's it amazing. Touchdown. You just went through that and did Joe Public Roulette, and you managed to pick, like, three of the most public games on the board. <laughs> it's incredible. Just, like, a disaster so, for you. So like, That wasn't even blessed. intentional. I know that wasn't intentional. You're it wasn't intentional. I was legitimately so scrolling up and down. Do you it's think like I a, want to watch Notre Dame and Georgia Tech? What a fucking curse that is. It's like a track. <laughs> it's like a tractor beam. It's just like... Brian Kelly is my least favorite infected pimple I've ever seen. <laughs> He'll, he'll at least be less angry this week, so. Oh, my God. Well, I hope they cover. Uh... <laughs>